Welcome back to the Fleet Navigator series, your go-to GPS for all fleet matters. With me, Matthew Walters, and once again, I'm joined by the lovely Caroline Sandelman, sir. Hi, Matt. Good to be back. Good to see you, Caroline. So today, we're going to be talking about how global challenges are affecting vehicle supply. It's a difficult subject, but after two years of a global pandemic, I think it's safe to say most people were hoping that 2022 would be a chance for life to return to something more like normality. And listening back again to our What's Next 2022 podcast, even with our crystal ball, that doesn't really seem to be the case. International supply chains, which were already pretty stretched thanks to COVID, have been exacerbated by the tragic situation in Ukraine. Yes, you know, it's a really unsettling time. You've got the COVID-19 supply chain disruptions, emerging energy crisis, war in Ukraine. It's fair to say global economy is also facing really unprecedented challenges. It's impassing the cost, the availability of new vehicles and looking at our data um, on list prices, we're looking at almost a 6% increase for the most popular cars um, and like commercials since the start of 2021. And the time between ordering and delivery has doubled to almost 120 days during the same period. And, you know, we're going to be living with those long lead times for some time to come, probably. I would agree. We spoke earlier in the series, if you remember, about um, chip shortages. Certainly no chip shortages um, in the Walters household. That's why I have a body for podcasts, not for television. Um, but what's actually the problem? So... Here it is again, I guess, for, for, for people at the back or um, for people that have been dwelling under a rock for the past kind of six to 12 months. So semiconductor chips are a vital component of modern vehicles used in everything from the engine management systems to the safety assistant features to the satellite navigation. And supply simply isn't keeping pace with record demand. Only a handful of specialist facilities called FABs supply the automotive industry and a combination of COVID-19 mitigation measures, extreme weather events and fires have reduced output with a six month lead time to bring FABs online. Yeah, so there's really no quick fix, is there? We're talking to our customers about this. A question on their lips is how is this going to affect our drivers? So in short, manufacturers have removed equipment. They've prioritised popular models and trims to try to sustain production. But chip shortages have led to long lead times and cancelled orders. And indeed, we've, as you say, we have seen manufacturers remove equipment. Um, Ford Transit was was one of the first to do it, and and they removed the satellite navigation features in in some of their transits and their transit ease. So, despite record order banks, car and van registrations in the UK were down fourteen point three percent and twenty seven point six percent year on year at the end of March. Some manufacturers, with maybe a better crystal ball than mine, shored up their own supply. But semiconductor shortages are expected to continue disrupting production for at least the rest of this year. Global electric vehicle sales doubled during 2021 to 6.6 million units. And according to the International Energy Agency, that in itself is putting pressure on battery supply chains. Following in about 89% reduction in the cost of lithium-ion battery packs between 2010 and 2021, strong demand caused a 20 to 20% rise in raw material costs at the end of last year. And that trend has continued, with suppliers claiming a five-fold price increase in material costs compared to a year ago. And when you then consider that battery packs account for around a third of the cost of an EV, big cost increases could in fact um, affect list prices. So 
So there is some good news though. Let's grasp onto that. Tesla, Ford and VW have all committed to an alternative cell chemistry, um, which is aimed at reducing the nickel content in their battery packs. But we're talking probably more medium to long term, so not in the immediate and coming months. Obviously, the ideal situation is solid state batteries, but that's more towards the end of this decade. So again, it's something that we're going to be living with for a while. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we should probably talk about energy prices, right? So you won't kind of fail to recognise that it's not just the UK, but the whole of Europe that's in the midst of a, a once-in-a-generation energy crisis, or at least we hope it's once-in-a-generation. And we should probably look at why. So we saw global demand for gas um, spike as economies recovered from COVID-19, and this led to wholesale prices four to eight times higher than seasonal norms last autumn. And predictions are that this will stay well above the average during this summer. And because almost 40% of the UK's electricity cost comes from gas power stations, this has caused record rises in energy costs. And meanwhile, wholesale fuel prices increased 50% in the 12 months to April 2021, alongside operating costs. UK specifically, we've obviously got the energy cap review. Um, One happened in March and one is due to happen in September, which obviously will enable energy companies who are controlled by the costs at which they can charge. Those controls are gradually being relaxed, so costs are rising. 29 pence a kilowatt hour is currently the average pence per kilowatt for electric in the UK. But, well, let's face it, it's a big oof because we've got a double whammy here. Um, Pub prices for petrol and diesel increased by 30 and 35% respectively at the end of March. So for fleet customers operating ICE fleets, we can see fuel costs often represent as much as 80% of the cost of running a fleet. Increase in running costs hits drivers too. So HMRC's advisory fuel and electricity rates are adjusted every three months, but these have yet to catch up with rising costs. And there are tax implications for businesses who might pay more than those. So let's just walk through a few numbers there. So thinking about a petrol, say a 1400 to 2000 cc's with an assumed efficiency of say 45, cost per mile in March 2021, 12.7p, Cost per mile March 2022, 16.6p, but the AFR reclaim rate for that is only 15p. Looking at a diesel's similar engine range of, say, 51 mpg, March 21, 11.4p, March 22, 15.4p, and an AFR of 13p. For electricity, this is where we see a really big jump as well. March 21, 5.3p, March 22 8.1p and a reclaim rate of five so there's some real big shifts and changing costs sir i guess if we if we want some good news i can personally say that having met with them yesterday hmrc and treasury are aware of these pressures um they get them they understand them of course companies can pay actual costs but revenue offer no guidance as to how to how to calculate those actual costs and many companies are worried about running foul of hmrc audits and and future legislation so we've called on revenue and treasury to put some more meat on the bone in terms of how you could pay an actual rate or an at cost rate rather than aers so i guess probably let's let's revisit the situation in in ukraine it's really difficult to talk about the potential consequences of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. We've no desire to minimise the 
absolutely horrific human tragedy that's that's currently going on and 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 is still happening and is likely to continue for some time um for those ukrainians who remain in their country and for those who've been forced to flee it's 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 terrible however from a business perspective no matter how hard it is with with the prevailing consequences it has triggered unprecedented global sanctions on Russia. This includes its movement of goods as well as disruptions to the Ukrainian industry as a result of the conflict itself. It's way too early to predict how long this will last. That's that's not the conflict, but actually the repercussions and what additional measures could be introduced and how long those will continue. And you know, it's it's interesting to note, and I certainly didn't know this pre-February, but Russia and Ukraine both have very, very pivotal roles. Um, so in terms of fuel, Russia supplies 41% of, of natural gas, 47% of the coal and 27% of the crude oil into the European Union. And obviously member states have now voted in favour of a complete embargo. And although the UK only gets about 4% of the UK's gas and 8% of its oil from Russia, an international embargo would restrict supply and could increase energy prices even further. Components-wise, and, and again, who knew? Ukraine has 17 factories making wiring looms for cars and vans, um, and they simply cannot be built without these critical components. So VW is looking to shift some capacity elsewhere to keep production going. BMW, Mercedes, Porsche, um, the German marks, most most of them out of Wolfsburg, have continued to cite problems due to the conflict. And materials-wise, German Automotive Association VDA has warned that Ukraine is a vital producer of neon gas, and this is used in semiconductor manufacturing and the manufacture of EV batteries. Um, they account for something like 40% of the production of the world's neon. And Russia supplies palladium for catalytic converters and nickel for batteries. And again, any shortages could extend lead times and increase vehicle manufacturing costs even further. And a recent forecast by analysts at S&P Global Mobility suggests vehicle factory shutdowns and sanctions in Russia and shortages of components and materials from the war in Ukraine could reduce global vehicle production by 2.6 million units in 2022. And of course, covid is still with us it hasn't gone away thankfully matt you're now back <laughs> fighting fit almost thank you <laughs> after a brief interlude although most of europe has relaxed or removed covid restrictions since the start of 2022 we're still living with the pandemic we've seen a surge in cases in china and that's led to some strict lockdowns in key industrial and technology hub cities um, and in particular places like shanghai It's unlikely that the world's going to see restrictions introduced at the scale that we saw in 2020. However, lockdowns affect factories, cause short-term disruption to supply chains, and that can often be with little or no warning. Absolutely. Let's face it, these challenges amount to a perfect storm for automotive, but we're working hard to keep your drivers on the road. In short term, let's look at some extra steps to help to minimise that disruption. So expect delays, long lead times, higher prices are likely to be the norm for at least the rest of this year. And with delays likely, it's worth identifying future fleet needs earlier than usual, particularly for mission critical cars and vans. So we can highlight any supply challenges in advance and find some solutions to help keep you moving and plan ahead. So aim to place orders between six and nine months ahead. Tell us as soon as possible if vehicle contracts need to be extended. And importantly, think electric. 
so electric is still the way to go you know that price point parity is still pointing towards evs as the future with incentives co2 targets furthering demand for plug-in vehicles some manufacturers are prioritizing production of these models so if you're accelerating your electrification plans that can help you to keep your orders on track and consider alternatives so if your needs change, think about short-term business hire and not plugging our flexible rentable product, but it is a good solution for short-term fervent EV needs. And remember, we're here to help. So we will do everything we can to keep your drivers and your fleet moving. We work incredibly hard behind the scenes um, with the marketing elves to make sure things like insights.leaseplan.co.uk is well stocked with you know the relevant information for you and the relevant assistance with manufacturer contacts within the business that can help you it's the reason that we do these podcasts to keep you informed and it's the reason we do things like the electric moment series with fully charged there's a lot of content that is produced to help you and to inform you and of course you've also got our wonderful account managers and account directors who have that face-to-face relationship with you so talk to them don't don't be shy about this we're all we're all going through this together and we need to help each other make sure that we keep moving so thank you for listening that's all from me and thank you caroline thank you matt stay tuned to the fleet navigator series your go-to gps for all fleet matters we'll see you next time we'll see you next time